0: Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Random. Egberto Willis, your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. Remember, folks, if you are on YouTube, please give us that thumbs up. If you are on Twitter, please remember to go ahead and follow Egberto Willis. Egberto Willis, E G B E R T O. W-I-L-L-I-E-S. If you are on Facebook, please remember to go ahead and like our page, our Politics unright page. But likewise, please remember to go ahead and give us that like on the show for today. Michael Rodden says, Hey Egberto, are you going to feature my eyeglasses purchase story? You bet your life I'm going to feature that story. In fact, and quite a few people had a whole lot of stuff to say on Medium with that, that, that thing. But hey, what can I say? What can I say? In fact, I'm pulling it up right now as we speak, before we even get started. I want to make sure and talk about your what again? Mr. Rudnan and 800 dollar glasses. Some of the folks said, "What is what can
1: Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama is back."
0: Was it a bionic glasses? I said, no, it wasn't the bionic glasses, but it was special glasses that he needed. And he had to have it. He can afford it. But guess what? Most Americans couldn't. This is a sort of a repeat from a part of the show we did. John Carter is in the house. He says, hey, Egberto, listening from Frankfurt, looking for a great show. Hey, sir, I aim to please my brother, my brother. I hope you get some sleep before you fly that Big Bird back here to the United States. Eric Hayes is in the house. Robert Davenport is in the house. Yvette Avery Harrod, our beautiful Yvette, is in the house. May Wood, of course, is here and AVQ. Absolutely so. But anyway, let's go ahead and get started with that story I did that really went over well at Medium. And by the way, guys, by the way, guys, you want to help out a whole lot of writers? You want to help out a whole lot of writers. You know what you should do. Uh, I'm asking asking you to do that. Not only for me, but if you subscribe with my stuff on Medium, which is a, a international place where writers do their thing. If you support us there, if you support uh, politics done right there, you're actually supporting thousands. And when I, I I'm not kidding you when I say you are supporting thousands of readers. So consider. Going ahead and go to politicsandright.com, or rather, go to medium, what is it, medium.legberto.com membership, and you're supporting a whole, lot of, uh, a whole lot of writers, a lot of writers, thousands of writers. Anyhow, let's get busy with Brother Rutten and stuff. Check this out. Michael Rodney says, I'm listening today. No commentary today. New glasses on Monday, I hope. Before we say anything else, I want to ask Michael Rudnan something, buddy. That $800 glasses, after you mentioned that, my mind went into spurs It went and and it just started doing. The things that we have tolerated in this system, that you just need a few pieces of glass in front of your eyes. Something that is manufactured for probably no more than a dollar or two in glass materials and what else. And then they're going to charge you $800 for it. That is is healthcare in America. You know, but we do it. You know, we do it. Whatever the market will bear. Rodney needs some glasses to see, a medical condition, glasses. And well, he can come up with $800. He's fine. But Rodney, remember what you've studied here with us, what all have studied here with us. Most Americans that I know, probably everybody here is doing just fine. But we are an empathetic Bunch. Did you know that probably 80% of Americans, if they had to choose and whether they could get that $800 glasses or not, they could not? This is America Today. Brother uh, Brother uh, Lee Grant started his discussion today saying, hey, y'all, looks like we're officially a third world country. Great job. We've been a third world country for the 80% of Americans who cannot afford health care, who cannot go to the doctor, who is who are put on waiting lists for three or three months to see a specialist. And you talk about Canada and why we don't want the kind of medicine, single payer, because of Canada, they have waiting list we have longer waiting lists than canada if you don't have a premier insurance policy if you have that hmo that you can afford yeah you're going to go and be treated like cattle please let's really really see how things are absolutely so hermanos absolutely so anyway let's start reading robert davenport says greetings progressives i love that robert davenport thank you for being here michael says i'm listening on twitch Maywood says, Afternoon, everybody. How is everyone today? And of course, Yvette Avery Hera with her standard comment Afternoon, PDR posse. Nanette bird sit. Nanette, don't knock me out. Nanette Bird Smith says, Hi, all. Eric Hayes starts with a paragraph. Okay, Eric, I I think you need to thank Rudnan because since he hasn't placed a whole lot of his research, I'm going to take a look at that. Egberto. Is this what you want for American national security? China and Saudi Arabia intensify energy cooperation with critical deal by Simon Watkins, August 9th, twenty uh, Whatever, multi-pronged memorandum of understanding between Aramco and Sinopec lays the basis for increased cooperation. China uses Russia's new leverage over Saudi Arabia and OPEC to deploy its own strategy to accrete and exploit power over the Middle East, huge oil and gas reserves. The MOU covers refining, up and downstream operations, office, hydrogen, carbon cap. Please tell me um, if you are not trying to dominate everything in the world and, and take away other people's resources, if your goal isn't to steal other people's resources, if your goal is not to attack other countries. Please tell me what does that deal have anything to do with America. If America wants to make a better deal with uh, with those folks, they could, right? But you know what? America should know one thing. We should not be putting a hell of a lot of investments into carbon. If they want to put investment into carbon, a dying thing, let them do so. Because as we move away from carbon, they are going to want to follow and we will be ahead again dinosaur stop let's we we have to take away our uh, troglodytic type of thinking my brothers and sisters well in this case my brother eric hayes eric we got to go get some coffee and talk about this man we got to talk about this eric you're driving me crazy eric what can i say eric why are you doing this to me eric Anyhow, robert davenport says the ag dropped the gauntlet today watch trump Tuck his tail between his legs And scamper away into Liar land, LOL Let me tell you what it did uh, The sycophant from I think North Carolina she came, Or Tennessee She came out, uh, what's her name uh, uh, Senator, the woman, I don't remember her name Came out and said Oh, uh, Garland said He is, and I, I have the video to play for you Garland said that he is The one who went ahead And charged, you know th- Did the charge on Donald Trump it's a political hit political our rear end we know the criminal in chief was likely we don't i don't know this for a fact you know whenever i don't know something for a fact i don't say it but what i do want to say is speculative and i think why else would the why else would the don want to keep a whole bunch of classified information if he didn't maybe you know he's a crook his his past manager sold a lot of people's data to Russia straight up for money, he said. Now Trump has all this information? Don't you think Trump is doing this because likely he was going to find a way to sell it? Come on. And he would have garnered quite a few, probably billions of dollars depending on what he got. Hell, he was a president. The good thing about it is I think many in the civil service world were smart enough to kind of keep a hell of a lot away from Donald. So uh, that is where... The deep state protected America, right? The deep state, you know, protected America. Anyhow, continuing. John Cotter is in Frankfurt, Germany. I'm going down the list here. John, love to have you. Love that you're watching us in Germany, man. Thank you so kindly. Appreciate you. And by the way, I always appreciate your support. John, like many of you here, are our great supporters, man. Michael Rudnan, great supporter as well. He said, silhouette glasses, thinnest lens, chrysal coton. Look, I don't. That don't mean anything to me. I am a basic guy, a cheap glasses with plastic, you know. But actually, I figured you had some special needs, and it's what? I what I kind of responded to a couple of people. I think it was either on Medium or Daily. I don't remember which where I responded to because they're like one of the guys responded and said, "I got no." I think this one was a Democ- democratic, uh, the democratic underground said, "I got me two glasses at." Costco for $250 To which I said I think he needed special glasses my friend Alright let's continue Eric A says that Hunter Biden has Long escaped being charged Following an ongoing FBI investigation In mystifying I don't give a rat's Behind About Hunter Biden Hunter Biden has no influence in American politics Is he using his daddy's name Probably so uh, Has Clinton's kids used their parents' names? Yes. Has uh, the Reagans used their parents' names? Yes. Has the Cheneys used their parents' names? Yes. Don't act like there's something like real sinister here. The only thing sinister about Brother Biden's son, President Biden's son, is that he has a substance abuse problem. And all the ills that go with substance abuse problem is what. Brother Biden's son has, to which I say I hope he gets his act together. I'm sufficiently empathetic that whether it is Trump's kid with a substance abuse problem or somebody else, I want them taken care of. You know what? I did two programs today. I did one at KPFT earlier today. And one of the things I said, because, you know, we are doing pitching at KPFT right now, trying to raise funds for our new building and 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 or raise a steady cash flow at KPFT, the, the only progressive station in Houston and the whole South... Southeast part of Texas, right? And I sat and I said, you know, um, I we are all in this together, and we have to start realizing that. And that is why, you know, I mean, uh, Eric Hayes I Eric Case is one of the conservatives here, along with um, with 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 a few others, um, and they know I give him a hard time, but they know it's not, you know, it's not per- anything personal. We we argue, we discuss, etc. And but, you know, we don't hate each other. And that is the start of the stuff that I want to promote. I want to promote that we can have some healthy discussion. Now, let me just tell my good friend, Eric Hayes, he's wrong on a lot of things that he comes here and talk about. And he's been right about a few things. And actually, he has convinced me about a few things. So, I mean, that's what it's all about, the dialogue. And that's what I explained when I gave the show at KPFT earlier today likewise eric says no i'm not going to read that one eric sorry i'm not going to read that one all right let's see we got uh michael rodnan says vox glasses can have a markup of one thousand percent two former lens crafters executives revealed why it costs about twenty dollars for an eyeglasses i think i said ten dollars so i guess i was wrong by hundred uh, percent uh for glasses manufacturing the rest is markup think about that that is some crazy you know what Charlie Lindall, my good friend, good activist here in um, in Houston. Actually, he's general in College Station, but um, you know we 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 do some we do some activism in this part of the world. We do some crazy things every so often. Charlie Lindall, good guy. He says breaking news in College Station, A and Health and Science Center campus, five buildings evacuated due to credible bomb threat. I worked there. We were cleared out fast. Wow, you got you got to help me. Hey, Marcia Blackburn. Thank you. John Cotter got the name for me. That's the senator that I was speaking about earlier. Thank you, John. See, I got the smartest, the absolute smartest listeners. I just have to screw up one time and I get corrected, man. You know, well, last year, yesterday I had to do a big correction, though. I screwed up big time. On on a particular statement And I I made sure to correct it in the beginning of the show Eric Hay says Egberto does China control solar panels And most battery minerals So does this mean that they control renewable energy too Let's slow down Let's slow down First of all The necessary uh, rare earths To make solar panels etc We do have some in the desert Here in the United States It's not only China uh, Well one of the fights for Afghanistan That nobody spoke about is that Afghanistan as well has a whole lot of rear earth that we need, and but South America does as well. So, no, look, China ain't no fool uh, at all. So let's be cool on that, uh, Eric. Charlie Lindahl says, Marsha Blackburn is a female senator in Tennessee. Yeah, and she's the one who came out today and accused, even after uh, Garland came out, she accused him of attacking Trump, you know. It's typical stuff. Daniel Ledo says, "Criminality is closely tied to substance abuse problems." Yes, I don't. Did, I mean, okay, Ledo. I think I said that earlier, right? You're absolutely right. Now, um, you know, but you know, the, the criminal that is a drug user, as opposed to a criminal like Donald Trump, who is in his full senses performing criminality, I think there's a distinct difference. That's why we treat sick people who do bad things as sick people who do bad things as opposed to a person who is 100% in their faculties and do bad things. There's a a distinct difference there. Look, I don't have a substance abuse problem. Do I have relatives that have substance abuse problems? Of course. Do I judge them differently than I judge Donald Trump? You bet your life I do because there's a difference, all right, uh, we got Eric K says doing illegal stuff, whoa, and making money for the family cartel, leaving laptops and gun laying around. Who does that? Uh, I think you should pretty much see. Well, I'm gonna play the Beto stuff a little later. All right, uh, Michael Ronan says Value Vision. The average cost of glasses without insurance is 242 according to statistics from VSP Vision Care. That's for frames only for basic. Single lenses it's 113 That means that the total runs you about $351 for a complete pair of glasses if you don't have vision insurance. Actually, you can go online and get it really cheap. I think my daughter was getting things for something like $25. Per, uh, she had a prescription. She gave it to them, and the total cost, I think... I don't want to quote it, but I think she's told me something to the effect of 25 bucks. Eric K says, "Hey, coffins have a large markup, so does groceries." And enter groceries doesn't have a large markup at all, sir. I'm sorry. Uh, gro- the groceries is one of those. I- I'm not. I mean, of course, you have some that have huge markups, but groceries, uh, from what a grocer told me once before, and I think I've read this before. Y'all can uh, fact check me there. Grocery markup is like three to five percent. Please look it up. Hey, um, Rodnin is going to come back with an answer, but I think average little like scanned stuff markup is like 3 to 5%. Tell me if I'm wrong or right, but I remember those numbers from somewhere. All right, Carl Cox says conservatives only care about conservative drug addicts. Uh, American fossil fuel industry won't allow clean, green energy in America. Bright politicians. All right, we also have Robert Davenport says Eric Hayes, fossil fuel industry stop lobbying our government against. Energy. Perhaps we might be leading in the area. Stupid policy often has bad long-term results. That is why we plead with you and your like to think. Yep, that's a very good statement, uh, Robert Davenport. My dear beautiful British MCP, welcome my dear young lady. Subpoena preceded search warrant in push-retrieve material from Trump. The Justice Department had sought to return the classified documents it believed might be a -a mar-a-largo before it sent an FBI agent this week to look for them. Former President Donald J. Trump received a subpoena uh, this spring in search of documents that federal investigators believe he had failed to turn over earlier in the year. Three people familiar with the matter said the existence of the subpoena helps to flesh out the sequence of events that led to the search of Mr. Trump's Florida home and Monday FBI agents seeking classified information. Two people briefed on the documents that investigators believe remained at Mar-a-Lago inv- uh, indicated that they were so sensitive in nature and related to national security that the Justice Department had to act. The subpoena suggests that the Justice Department tried methods, sort of search warrant to account for the material before taking to the politically explosive step of sending FBI agents an announce to Mar-a-Lago. Mr. Trump's home and members only club. You know, you have to ask yourself, well, you know what you have to ask yourself. Also from Bridge MCP, Attorney General Mark Ronan said the Department of Justice has asked a federal court in Florida to unseal the search warrant. We're going to talk about that. I got a video for that. Michael Ronan and Eric Hayes trying to get manufacturing back to the United States. Cool, that's a priority for me as well. However, I recognize that even manufacturing returns to America, high hyphen, manufacturing jobs will not. Automation has already taken nearly all those jobs. But, you know, there's still a lot of place for money. Manu- in other words, automation is great. And it also means that, I'm going to talk a little bit, I like that you brought up automation. before, um, Norman, I'm coming to you next, but I want to, I want to say something about automation. Um, a lot of people would say exactly what Michael just says. Automation means robots and, and different technologies are going to take care of doing the work that human beings used to do and as such not did, which in, implies that you'll have less work Uh, And so meaning even if manufacturing come back here, a lot of that manufacturing won't require human labor. And if that is the case, we'll still have a lot of labor chasing jobs, which which causes a depression in the prices of wages, which isn't occurring right now, by the way, because right now we don't have a huge surplus of jobs available. Now, as far as well-paying, high manufacturing jobs, we don't have a lot of those. Now, policy... Policy, policy is everything. I want you guys to remember that automation occurred not because executives in a corporation and those leaders, those shareholders had much to do with it. Automation came along because we the people, we the people, invested in universities and colleges and these universities and ch- colleges trained engineers and, and physicists and chemists and electrical engineers and, elect- and, and and electrical scientists who went and worked for these corporations. And these corporations, under their guise, used the knowledge that was imparted to them by society as a whole to make create efficiencies. Now, if you look at the charts in the past as efficiency, as we became more efficient, what also happened is the companies made more money, and as the companies made more, made more money, they paid more to their employees. But starting with supply-side economics, Ronald Reagan, well, just, actually, it started even before Ronald Reagan. If you take a look at the charts, you see that there was a for bifur- At that point, as productivity increased, Wages stayed stagnant. That's policy. That is policy. You can say supply and demand. That's policy. Here's what I'm talking about. People still needed to spend money to justify that productivity increase. In other words, you could make a lot more product. You could do all these things with less people, and you didn't pay your people well. But you did need to have people spending money. The corporations had two choices. One of the choices was to increase pay so people make more and would have more purchasing power. Right? But that would mean a, a, a more equitable distribution of the profits from productivity. Right? However, the corporations chose the other route. And the other route actually made them even more profits in the aggregate. What do I mean? Corporations extended something known as easy credit. So what you see when you look at the charts is as productivity increased, wages stagnated. They stayed in one place. People didn't get raises by inflation, but they got cheap credit or what they thought was cheap credit, it wasn't really all that cheap, right? Because it started out with nice teasers, and then it go up 19 20 21%, right? And what you then notice is the curve for productivity went up, the curve for debt went up, credit card debt, that is short-term debt, went up, and your wages stayed stagnant. So you had the semblance of prosperity, because with all that credit that you had, You could buy stuff, and if you were buying stuff, that productivity increase that allowed manufacturers to make more stuff got sold to further enrich the plutocracy, the wealthy folks. But it went further because now you had to pay interest on those loans that you took out to buy the things that you wanted, that they wanted you to buy – You had to pay a piece of that money back as interest, further enriching them. Now they also wanted what again? They wanted to also pay lower taxes. So we also gave them that. So and we and how did we mitigate lower taxes? They got lower taxes, so they kept more money. And you know what? We allowed, we went into something known as deficit spending. And then they loan us the money that they would have otherwise paid in taxes. They loan it to America. And America borrowed the money that they gave back to the wealthy and then said to the wealthy, and then to pay you back, we're going to pay you interest. So here we are, the American people, right? They stagnated our wages. They gave us credit so that we would have to pay them interest, and more. And then they got their taxes reduced so that now our taxes that we all are responsible for paying also went to them as the loans they made to the federal government so that we could do our daily business. Folks, if you don't see the con, your eyes are closed, and you're choosing... Not to see the con. Norman Reynolds says hello. Dan Patrick wants to use the Department of Public Safety as a scam for Uvalde schools. Are we going to start public, uh, pub- police in public, uh, all schools like, you know? That is the other thing. Uh, why you guys bring these topics that make me want to give a little soliloquy? I'm gonna tell you what, Norman. Hold that thought. Let me go through the list. But I'm coming back to that stuff about arming, about what we're doing to uh, schools, okay? But Robert Davenport says, So the Betty Ford Center is named after a criminal or a sick person. Well, she used to do a whole lot of stuff. You remember Betty Ford now? Of course. Thank you, Robert Davenport, for pointing that out. Rodden says, Egberto, I know you can go online and order a pair for less, but the statistics I shared are the averages for what people are overpaying. Oh, brother, I know. I know. Eric Hayes... Uh, says Robert Davenport, you might think and look most, if not all, fossil companies are using renewable energy to produce and have gotten cleaner. Selling whole, b-. yeah, but you know we don't need to depend on the fossil fuel to say when they decide to go green, then it's all okay. But we coddle them. In a true capitalist society, when you are when you are marketed out, you're marketed out. But they are paying them not to be marketed out. Deb Dennis says FBI. Office attacked with a nail gun I heard that and then an AR-15 I tell you about those AR-15s uh, Carl Cox The tactics of conservative politicians to Responsible for the lack of trust in American government Conservative tactics to destroy American democracy And Bridge MCP says In search Eric LOL Search everywhere Even underwear <laughs> uh, Redden says Automation is likely to take half all jobs in the next two decades the question of whether the people thrive or starve will largely be determined on who owns the machine. Uh, there's a piece that I should have added to the soliloquy I gave earlier today. The other choice that we had with automation, right, was to simply say the following. From a policy standpoint, right now, we a, a standard work week is 40 hours a week. As we get more productive, and if you like humanity, as you say... We should make the standard work week not 40 hours a week, but 20 hours a week. That way, everybody gets to participate in labor. Everybody gets to take advantage of our productivity increases, as opposed to now who the least people who had anything to do with productivity increases are the ones who make all the profits from increases in productivity again. The people least responsible for productivity increases are the ones who are currently profiting from it. It requires policy to say the work week would be moved maybe from 40 to 30 hours so that, the product, so that companies would have to hire more people and that way we all take advantage of the productivity we all paid for. And that was the addition that I missed on the earlier rant. So thank you for bringing that up, Michael Rudd. And I tell you, I have the smartest people bar none. Uh, Even automation needs technical support. That's an increase in skilled labor force. True. But not an increase sufficient to cover the amount that it saves. Charlie Lindahl, that was from Dev Denny. Charlie Lindahl says... WRT Thrive or Starve, go look at status of guaranteed income strategies. Example, Alaska pays every citizen every month for allowing energy companies to use resources. And Alaska is a red state that believes in socialism. It's amazing, isn't it? I, I always laugh at that one. But good, good, good one there, Charlie. Uh, let's see what else we got here. ABQ says, Deb, the future will require thinking about how we allocate wealth that stems from automation. Again, we have to first come to the conclusion that automation belongs to us all. Automation isn't the pur- privy, purview of those fat cats who sit in executive offices. They didn't do it. So I don't, I don't even want to count them. All right, AVQ says, as it stands now, there is only one class making nearly all the money, and that disparity will only increase as more jobs get automated, unless we have, what again, Brendan policy. Bridge MCP says, maybe, just maybe, if we get the country to have healthcare-free and education-free, we could like Star Trek. (laughs) Uh, Deb Dennis says, AVQ, the population is declining, will require less workers to support the economy. Our population is declining, other populations are actually increasing, Deb. And a lot of those folks are actually coming over here. Um, There's a lot of reasons why people are coming over here, but that's for another show. Melanie Keelan is in the house. Hola, ¿cómo estás, corazón? Está ahí en España. Ella está en España. She's in Spain. Daniela Dose says, replying to Bridge MCP, are you on board with not owning anything? Uh, What does that mean? Uh, I'm not sure what that means. I'm not sure what that means What were likely to plateau at 11 billion By end of the century So long as there's no major shock Such as another great war or global warming Ah, good point Robert Davenport says Reagan accelerated the attack on labor With air traffic controller wages Have lost ground substantially since that time Productivity is up Labor costs and only stagnated But they actually reduce with management contract Etc, etc, etc All right Okay, Bridge says, Eric, free trade schools Which I think are important, I agree Lewis Johnson, welcome aboard Lewis says, Daniel Addo, what in hell do you think The left has been criticizing for the last 60 years Michael Rudnin, the decline of the unions are accelerated under Reagan Yes, it sure did People got scared when he threw all those folks out the door Eric Hayes, actually most credits go to the renewable energy versus fossils You're teaching me something, I don't know uh, Deb Denny, huge swaths of our population are refusing to marry and or have children, even if in a long-term relationship, they are refusing to contribute to overpopulation and don't want to burden in the future. Uh, Deb, are you a youngster as well, my dear beautiful Denny? I mean, Deb. Eric says, where is a 40-hour job? Please tell me asking for a friend. Where is there a 40-hour job? What do you mean? Is it more? Is it less? I don't know what you mean. Deb Denny says, time to make your – thank you, Deb. Love you, girl. Uh, here is my pitch. always forget, but I have great people. Here we go. Politics done right depends on you to keep doing what we do. What do we do? We make sure to keep, number one, the Internet seeded with blogs and information to counter the right and to present what progressives represent for the be- benefit of us all to everybody so that it's not misread, misled by any other entity. We make sure and populate that internet with blogs, with videos, with all these other things to make sure that we are informed and to counter everything that you normally hear that that are lying at the right. We also make sure to create articles in, in magazines, articles in newspapers all around the country to ensure again that our message gets out there. Last but not least, we also write books, as you see it, Class Warfare, The Only re- Resort to Right-Wing Doom, How to Make America Utopia, are two of the many books that I've written on these issues. So please support us in one of many ways. Numero uno, you can support us at PayPal, either one time or monthly. Go to politicsdoneright.com slash PayPal. You can support us on Patreon, that is politicsdoneright.com Patreon. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. You can support us by becoming a part of our YouTube channel, going to politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube, or you can support us in many other forms that you can find at politicsdoneright.com support. Be sure to visit our store, politicsdoneright.com store, and get our books at politicsdoneright.com slash books. Politics done right depends. Alright, so and by the way, please don't forget to support our um our GoFundMe for the trip next week to Pittsburgh PA. Uh, we're some we're a little less than halfway there. I I have it here, com slash netroots. Hey, you know somebody asked me, they actually sent me an email and they said like, Egberto, do you work? And I thought for a minute, and I'm I said to myself Damn, I'm so damn tired. If I don't work, what the hell am I doing? You know, um, no, I I work 16 hours a day. All these, uh, if you if you look up the work that we do all over the place, it's a ton of ton of material. I work, I work hard. Then they say, how do you make your money? Well, uh, how does uh, how does um, uh, Ali Velshi and all these guys make their money? They are they provide. They read the news, they provide news, and they work for a company that aggregates several of them who provide news, and they get paid for doing that. I get paid. The only difference is corporations are not paying me. You guys are. I mean, so, I mean, when I, when I got the question, I really didn't know. I, I I didn't know how to take it, really. It was like almost like the person was saying, uh, do you work? And it's like, does Ali Velshi work? Does Tom Brokaw work? Oh, well, when he was a host Do all these people work? Yeah uh, You know, I'm just working for a hell of a lot less Than I did when I wrote software And had my own company making a ton less But yes, I do work I do work and I work Very hard if you doubt it Ask my wife and my daughter The amount of time that we spend over here Anyhow, continuing with my beautiful, beautiful, beautiful people Louis Johnson says Daniel Ledo. Oh, I, I read that one already Deb Denny says Huge swats of the population I read that one already too I, I had to scroll down to scroll back up. Okay. Time for pitch. Thank you. All right. Daniel Lado I own more... Uh, this is Robert Davenport to Daniel. I own uh, more than one business and employ people. I own real estate and pay taxes in several states. And I am a progressive because I pay good uh, salaries to my employees and the uh, top of the market with benefits to keep them. Owning property and exploiting capitalism are two different things. Profit sharing makes my employees partners in the profits we earn together. And that's what I'm talking about. Uh, Michael Rodney says, Replying to Louis Johnson, share this to Daniel for me so he can see it. The government has been corrupted by corporations since 1976. Supreme Court Buckley uh, versus Valeo and Citizens United and McCutcheon. So he's absolutely right. Carl Cox says, Blue collar workers do most of the work and get paid the least. Uh, Eric K. says, population decreases in America. Is this a policy decision? No, this is a decision that says America has screwed people so badly from you know how much they got to work, etc. That, brother, they can't afford to have many kids. All right. Huh. Okay, continuing. We have Gary Rustin. Welcome aboard. People I know work 60 hours a week. Uh, to tire to, to keep the head above water Let's be real Get real Peaches chow Don't know what the peaches and the chow is But you know A lot of people work a lot more hours Than they get paid for I mean sad But that's true uh, Gary Rustin I think if that's what you're trying to say You're right uh, Mike c says Robert Davenport The problem is You are blaming the wrong things No actually c Based on your past statements I don't know if you can ac- accurately say that Alright Continuing Let's see what we got here Robert Davenport says, Mike Seasek, when you operate a business, you do not have the luxury to be satisfied with placing blame. You have to recognize the real problems and solve them. Being satisfied with incorrectly placing blame is for conversation, solving problems and meeting the needs of the marketplace is that pays the bills. Davenport, you are my brother. You are my brother. You get it. You get it. Uh, all when Willie's computer software companies were having issues that's the same, I use that same statement. You can hear how Egberto is almost giddy thinking about the end of America. He hates. I don't think he is gonna like what comes after end of America. I hate. Only you would think I hate America, but you know I can't help that. You know you're 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 suffering from the same sort of. Well, I won't go there. All right, let's see what else. It's time for us to play. The thing from uh, to play one of our videos. The first one I want to play, because you know everybody always talk about uh, Democrats being spineless and all that kind of stuff. What I like about Better O'Rourke is Better O'Rourke would let you have it. Check this out. You know, I guess Trump is rubbing off on on everybody. Check out Better, and then we'll take it on the other side. This one is real, 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 real quick. We always talk about Democrats not having a spine. Well, I want to show you a Democrat here in Texas who likely be the next governor with a spine. Check out how he handles heckler that says that you can buy not one you could buy two or more if you want to ar-15s hundreds of rounds of ammunition and take that weapon that was originally
1: designed for use on the battlefields in vietnam to penetrate an enemy soldier's
0: helmet at 500 feet and knock him down dead up against kids at five feet it may be funny to you motherfucker but it's not funny to me okay <laughs> Check out more like this at politicsdoneright.tv or at the links in our bio. All right. I want to um, <laughs> um, you know, when I saw that I had to I had to do a double take on it. It's like, whoa, okay. This guy actually go in there, you know, he, he had some nerve. All right. I want to address uh Norman's stuff about the school. I haven't forgotten about you, Norman. Let's go ahead and play uh uh Garland. Merrick Garland. And then after Merrick Garland, we're then going to hit up your very prescient statement about schools and taking, you know, and and the measures they're taking at schools. We'll, We'll come back in a minute. Attorney General Merrick Garland called the liars in chief's bluff. He called the bluff of Donald Trump. And all the sycophants that were out there trying to say he, uh, the FBI did something wrong. So he said, okay, you guys think the FBI did something wrong? The bluff, the bluff is being called on you. We are going to open up the door. Disinfectant. What do you say now? Check out what Garland had to say, and then we'll take it on the other side. Since
1: I became attorney general, I have made clear that the department of justice will speak through its court filings and its work just now The Justice Department has filed a motion in the Southern District of Florida to unseal a search warrant and property receipt relating to a court-approved search that the FBI conducted earlier this week. That search was of premises located in Florida belonging to the former president. The department did not make any public statements on the day of the search. The former president publicly confirmed the search that evening, as is his right. Copies of both the warrant and the FBI property receipt were provided on the day of the search to the former president's counsel who was on site during the search. The search warrant was authorized by a federal court upon the required finding of probable cause. The property receipt is a document that federal law requires law enforcement agents to leave with the property owner. The department filed the motion to make public the warrant and receipt in light of the former president's public confirmation of the search, the surrounding circumstances, and the substantial public interest in this matter. Faithful adherence to the rule of law is the bedrock principle of the Justice Department and of our democracy. Upholding the rule of law means applying the law evenly, without fear or favor. Under my watch, that is precisely what the Justice Department is doing. All Americans are entitled to the even-handed application of the law, to due process of the law, and to the presumption of innocence. Much of our work is by necessity conducted out of the public eye. We do that to protect the constitutional rights of all Americans and to protect the integrity of our investigations. Federal law, longstanding department rules, and our ethical obligations prevent me from providing further details as to the basis of the search at this time. There are, however certain points I want you to know. First, I personally approve the decision to seek a search warrant in this matter. Second, the department does not take such a decision lightly. Where possible, it is standard practice to seek less intrusive means as an alternative to a search and to narrowly scope any search that is undertaken. Third, Let me address recent unfounded attacks on the professionalism of the FBI and Justice Department agents and prosecutors. I will not stand by silently when their integrity is unfairly attacked. The men and women of the FBI and the Justice Department are dedicated, patriotic public servants. Every day, they protect the American people from violent crime, terrorism, and other threats to their safety while safeguarding our civil rights. They do so at great personal sacrifice and risk to themselves. I am honored to work alongside them. This is all I can say right now. More information will be made available in the appropriate way and at the appropriate time.
0: Donald Trump is a liar. The people who support Donald Trump or liars, all the sycophants that follow him and try to make make believe that the FBI is planting stuff in his home and all of that. Donald Trump likely had all that confidential information. Who knows why? Maybe to sell it? We don't know. But the fact of the matter is he had something that belongs to the American people, not to Donald Trump. And... They, they had subpoenas and much trying to get that information, as he stated there. But guess what? Donald Trump, as usually, wants to be wrong and strong. Well, he got the bluff called. Let's see what he does now. Let you know. I, I'll be curious. I want to see if Donald Trump is going to get his lawyers to prevent them from unsealing the, the unsealing it right. And if and if he does that, and his people don't see through that, that will be interesting. Now. Uh, let's see Daniel Lado says You don't know how uh, uh, tr- Going and searching Donald Trump Has destroyed our body politic Really? What is so interesting What is so interesting Is I don't know if you guys remember With Monica Lewinsky and and, and Clinton How the Justice Department was after Clinton And how Clinton lost his license And how I mean it's You guys are acting as if Prosecuting <clears throat> Uh, prosecuting a a former president or even a sitting president, president as they did with Clinton is some anomaly, right? Uh, look, your uh, pro- President Trump was a thug, a criminal. He's defrauded people with his universities. He's done a whole lot of stuff. You guys, If you guys want to tolerate it, that's your choice. But when he's put in the national security of the United States of America, the country that Daniel Ledo claims that he love, and he claimed that I don't like it. Love, love where I'm at, but when you want to discount what that what that criminal was likely to do with all those papers that he had, all those classified information that he had, who loves the country after all? Who loves the country after all? Okay, uh, let's see what else here. Uh, uh, Egberto, wrong and strong should be the Republican motto. That's how that's how they do. That's what they love to do. Uh, Mike Cisneros, new TLC for Texas survey of Texas Hispanic N1200 shows a continued realignment to GOP. Republicans are within three points on the generic ballot with Rio Grande Valley Hispanics. Great news for picking up three seats there is in November. I don't think it'll happen. Okay, I mean it's a possibility it'll happen, but you see the. I gave I I gave some stories about Hispanics Latinos a while back, right? I don't know why uh, it, people preach about Latinos as if they are some sort of a special demographic, right? Latinos the 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 sphere or the group of Latinos doesn't look all that different from America. It's just that if you name if you have a name like Dominguez and and uh, and Aramides or something like that People say you're Hispanic Or Latino It's really Latino is If you're from this hemisphere It should be Latino, right? And so if you have a name like Look, Betancourt We have a lot of Betancourt in Panama They're Latinos, right? But they're blue-eyed blondes You have Alberto Willis Latino Black man You have, I mean Latinos cover the same spectrum That we have in America It's just that America didn't need to white Latinos yet. The process has begun. And we've been speaking... Look, you, I brought on a, a, a Latino expert to the show that started to talk about this transition and why this transition is occurring. It's not that they're getting any benefits. It's a standard human thing when you try to make some people join a particular group of preference because they think that... It, 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 you know, uh, you can ask any Mexicano uh, that there's a phrase that um, that in, in many in the Latin community, especially in the Mexican community or whatever, if uh, a daughter if a daughter comes home with a blue-eyed blonde guy, they they're having dinner, and there's this phrase they use all the time. Ella está mejorando la raza. Any any of my Mexican folks in the house today? Explain that in the chat for some of my people here. Está mejorando la raza. That was a phrase. I won't say it in English right now. Let somebody explain it. All right. Annette Walker says, uh, Robert Davenport. Robert Davenport, hello. I never wanted to do this, but I was amazed that it put a smile on my face viewing your profile. It will be kind if you kindly send me a friend request as I don't... Know if you're going to be comfortable with me sending you one. I'm sorry for interfering on your profile. I really don't want to be rude to uh, send you a request without your permission. That is from Annette Walter. So come on. Come on, brother Davenport. You know. All right. Okay, folks. Uh, at Egberto Willie's getting tired of constantly allowing Carl Cox comments to show. What is up? Carl Cox must have something with... um. There must be some block that Carl Cox has for something that he did somewhere or whatever. I don't know. Um, I, I really don't know. All right, let's see what else we got here. Okay, I want to address Norman. Norman made a comment as far as what Dan Patrick said, and I didn't see what Dan Patrick said, but Norman inferred that Dan Patrick said, "Want you know we have to keep the forces at the, uni- the the schools, et cetera." I want you guys to think about this. There is a simple solution, right? We should outlaw, and this is my, this is just me speaking. We should outlaw weapons of war, which would minimize us having to invest the billions it's going to take to make college campuses, to make elementary schools, to make uh, middle schools, to make high schools somehow fairly impenetrable. From the crazy AR-15 carrying person. What we should be doing is hitting the problem where the problem is. More guns. More gun use. Every other c- country in the world knows that. But we in America, we are willing to spend billions upon billions upon billions to protect against ar to protect against those companies who are making weapons of war and selling it to the individual American citizenry. So we are going to pay the price because some private company wants to make a weapon of war that is legal to sell in the United States, not legal to sell any other country in the world, but legal here, and to protect ourselves from our own crazies We are going to have to spend billions of dollars to strengthen schools. We're going to have to spend and put the fear into our children's hearts. Because there could be some lone crazy with an AR-15 coming into their schools. When the simple solution is what the rest of the world knows. Where this sort of masculine doesn't occur on a weekly basis. The solution is out there. But we claim a false, ridiculous right on the Second Amendment that makes absolutely no sense because even when read, it is read wrong. So, Norman, my point is that if we stop making everything look like a nail, we won't have to use a hammer. I don't know. some The, the, the method, the thing goes somewhere like that. I don't remember how it goes exactly. But we've got to be serious about this. Dev Denny says, Or a says, Weapons of war are just that. Look it up, babes. Exactly. Eric Hayes says, Igberto, will you ask the gangs and cartels to give up their guns? What we said is, These guns do not belong. And you know what? Uh, w- if the cartels had to hide from uh, use their guns, There would be so much less out there, Because they don't want to be caught. Again, What we do is Stupid. And I don't like to use those words on air But to think that we are going to invest billions in dollars To make sure that a few small companies That make weapons of war To sell to the regular average American citizen To keep them in business We're going to spend billions of dollars to do other things It makes no sense It's fiscally irresponsible It's immoral And it kills And it kills So let's, let's, let's be real and, 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 and Daniel bringing a silly statement like female mutilation and all that kind of stuff. There's no country where female mutilation is, uh, is sanctioned by the government. Not sanctioned by the government. Our gun laws are sanctioned by the government. Please, if you're going to bring a statement, please bring a knowledgeable statement, sir. Please. All right. Continuing, 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 continuing. Uh, para ver, para ver, para boomer, boomer, you says Coke industry is the largest investor I know of creating this gosh darn noise decades with a web of LLCs funding comments. I disagree with if you don't like my comments, don't follow politics done right. <laughs> Love you, Carl Cox. Uh, let's see what else we got. Coke industries, uh, no, you you misunderstood what she was saying again. You're she's been helpful to you, Carl. Uh, she's she's helping. We don't know what. Somebody dang dinged you or whatever. She is trying to help. There's nothing against Carl Cox. Folks are trying to help. Play the O'Donnell video. Oh, okay. Come in. I forgot about the O'Donnell video. Sorry. I actually forgot about the O'Donnell video. But I'm, we're going to go over by a little bit, guys, because... Uh, We want the O'Donnell video. Ay, ay, ay. Let me... I forgot. That's... I know there was a video missing. Uh, Para ver donde está. Para ver donde está. Ay, ay, ay. Let's see if I can find it. If not, let's see how long that O'Donnell video is. Uh, Where is the O'Donnell video? It's right here. All right. I can do the O'Donnell video. Here is the O'Donnell video for your consumption. Let's go to the O'Donnell video. All right. O'Donnell really gave it to the sycophant the Trump sycophants so I want you guys to listen to this and then we'll take it on the other side
1: here is the FBI director who was appointed by Donald Trump responding to a question today about the FBI search of Donald Trump's home former
0: president Trump is raising the prospect of agents planning evidence in the FBI search of his residence in and saying his lawyers remain and, and search. Can you address that particularly as many of Mr. Cummings and the U.S. and threats against your agents in what
1: search? Well, as I'm sure you can appreciate, that's not something that I can talk about, so I'd refer you to the department. Um, as to the issue of threats, um, I will say that I'm always concerned about violence and threats of violence against law enforcement, uh, and that is a topic that I have been talking about frequently, uh, including earlier today with law enforcement partners here in Nebraska, and yesterday with law enforcement partners in Iowa and Illinois, uh, and any threats made against law enforcement, including the men and women of the FBI, uh, as with any law enforcement agency, are, are deplorable and dangerous. Republican Senator Marco Rubio rushed to the defense of the FBI, praising the Justice Department and the FBI for finally going after the con man. He's a con man. I think it's time to, un- to unmask him for what he is. A con man who's taking advantage of people's fears and anxieties about the future, portraying himself as some sort of strong guy. He's not a strong guy. He's never, you know, he's never faced real adversity before. Sorry, that that was my mistake blame me completely for that. Sorry, that was Marco Rubio talking about Donald Trump in 2016 before he began living every moment of his life in desperate fear of Donald Trump. This is what Marco Rubio actually said about the Trump search warrant. This rate was about trying to disqualify a likely future election opponent, about trying to intimidate Republicans who oppose the left, and about creating a distraction from biden's failures
0: we I, i thought that was a great piece done by uh lawrence o'donnell he just showed the hypocrisy of the trump sycophants this is a guy who always knew marco rubio always knew donald trump was a con man and look at how he had to fall in line with everybody praising him what kind of character is somebody like that it is completely ridiculous. And by the way, yes, yes, and yes to Brother Davenport. I love all of my listeners, all of my followers, whether you're on the right or on the left or whatever. I love you all. Cat ho, oh, welcome aboard. So um, let me tell you, and, and I'm, glad you, I'm glad you brought that up, uh, Davenport. So I just want to say this before I get, get off air. Whether you're on the right and you get hell from me, whether you're on the left, and sometimes you do get hell from me on the left as well, or whether you're in the middle, or wherever you are, I want you here. I want us to have a place that we all feel like we can say whatever the hell we want to say. And that's why Daniel can say whatever he wants. Eric can say whatever he wants. Eric Sisek can say whatever he wants. Anybody is welcome here. I love you all. We are all genuinely friends. Are better. We're all family. I want us to make. We're one America, folks. Period. We're one America. We are one America. Well, I'm four minutes overdue, so I got to get out of here. My name is Egberto Willies. This is Politics Done Right. And you know how I end this, baby. I am what? Out.